everyone and welcome on board my longship. I'm honored to have you all sailing with me as always. I actually struggled a little bit with what kind of episode I was going to make this time since I wanted to talk about so many things and I just couldn't choose. But what constantly remained in the back of my head was my love and gratitude for the old ones and the path that I'm walking. And by the way, when I say the old ones, I refer to the deities, ancestors, nature spirits and all other kinds of entities and spirits like an umbrella term. And it's now around six years, maybe a little longer since I dedicated myself fully to the pagan path. And it really doesn't feel like that many years. It feels like it was just last year only because it's been so much to learn and experience and time has just flown for me. It's really daunting to think about. So I decided that I'm simply going to talk about just that, the wonders of being pagan, because I'm just so thankful to all the old ones that I've had the honor to meet when walking my path. All of the lessons and the knowledge they have taught me, everything they've given me, all the unbelievable experiences they have given me, all the things I've experienced with nature itself, all of which they still do to this day. And I'm so honored and thankful. And I've really grown so much as a person as well as embracing what I am and really stepped into my power because of them all. And this is an episode dedicated to all of them. And I wish to share this gratitude with the world. And I wish that all of you who listen to this episode also will take some time afterwards to truly appreciate all that you yourselves has been experiencing and learned on your own paths in some way or form. And to do an episode about this is one of my personal ways of saying thank you and sending my love out there to them all. And I will also share some ideas on how you can show your gratitude and love as well to the old ones. What is so wonderful with walking a pagan path is that we experience our gods and nature spirits. We interact with them, learn from them, work with them walk with them. We are so close and it's truly amazing how enriching that is to us in our lives. There are so many ways to show your gratitude and love and it doesn't have to be like I'm doing it right now or this large ritual by a fire with a large group or coven or whatnot. It is perfectly good to do this all alone and in simple ways. And it's not in any way worth less than if you do it together with people. Of course, it will feel perhaps bigger and more powerful if you do it in a large scale, per se. But it can just as well be done when you take a walk somewhere. Or if you just light some candles and sit for a while in darkness. It's just as much appreciated by the old ones as if you do something large. In the end, it really is only about you and them. There are so many pagans out there that feel and believe that they need to be part of of a group of some sort when being a pagan, be it a coven or a grove or any other kind of group. 
Of course it feels comforting to be in a group of like-minded and such. I get it. If you listen to my previous episode, Our Sacred Silence, I talk about just that as well as many other things. I feel it is important that I tell you guys that it's not more worth to the old ones if you are in a group than if you're not. So with all that said, I want to get into what sort of things you can do to show your love and gratitude. Because I've seen so many pagans ask about this in loads of pagan forums and some people have contacted me too regarding this. And this seems to be very common for pagans to wonder about when they are beginning to walk this path, which is understandable. So here are some tips and ideas of how to show love and gratitude to the old ones. I'll begin talking about the small things and after that I'll get into the big things, okay? So one of the small things I like to do most often is as simple as sending them thoughts when I'm in bed. It's a very practical and convenient way for me, because I'd be undisturbed then. And sometimes that can even lead to communication too, actually. I'd also send them some love and thoughts when taking a walk. Again, very simple and convenient. And sometimes I would light some candles and or some incense. I usually do both. I have one specific for each deity that I'm close to, one candle for my ancestors and some extra candles for specific ancestors if needed sometimes. And some people would make their own candles, which I am too planning to do. And I'll post on Instagram when I do, but I usually just buy candles that I feel suits because it's practical. But I've bought some beeswax sheets that I'm going to make some candles of soon, so do keep an eye on my Instagram if you want to see those. And don't forget to follow me there too whilst you're there. That would make me happy. Sometimes I'll give them food and I will eat and drink with them. Important is though, guys, do not eat and drink the stuff that is given. Let them have their own cups and you will have yours. Same with the food. Share it, but don't eat theirs. Usually I will give them some herbs, either fresh or dried, flowers, fruits or berries, oats or sweet things, honey for example, and or some sort of liquid sometimes too. And whether or not it's alcoholic ones can vary. It all depends on what they want really, and they would give me that information usually, so I would know. And to spin off the food subject here, if you like being in the kitchen, you can maybe cook something or bake something for them. Sit down and eat and drink with them either in front of the altar or somewhere you feel the most comfortable. I will also sometimes offer them incense as gifts of gratitude and love, and the choices of incense can vary. I usually make my own incense blends with herbs and resins, but sometimes it's just convenient to use stick incense too. Or I will just light some Palo Santo and fan it all over the altar spaces. And most often they'd want sort of the same things that has been given to them before. It's like they have certain favorite things that always should be given. And I plan to talk about that more in depth when I do my Gods and Goddesses series sometime soon. So make sure you subscribe and follow this podcast if you don't want to miss out on that. To my ancestors though, I feel tobacco and sweetgrass is good ones to burn as an incense along with herbs and resins also, depending on what is wanted at the moment. Different foods and drinks as well I will give, and also I'd eat and drink for them too on certain occasions, which is different from what I do when I give the deities food or such. And I should also add that I normally prefer to do this all that I mentioned when I'm outside, but as I'm living in Sweden, it's not always that appealing to go out when it's freezing and such, so mostly I'll do this when I'm at home, and when I am, I always make sure to open the door or windows at least, and I don't make it very 
elaborate really. It takes like five minutes to do and then I'll go and do other things. Another simple thing is to refresh their altars. That's also an act of caring and love. And maybe you can put some new stuff on there or take away something and clean it up too. Recently I made what I call altar water. Freya gave me the instructions that she wanted this to be done and also what it should be made of and wanted me to clean her altar with that only this time. And so I did. The water itself looks beautiful too actually. It's a light but rich pink and I keep a jar of it on her altar to use when needed again. And the scent is exactly how I would describe Freya's energy. Amazing how it turned out. I've put a picture up on Instagram of when I made it, so go check there if you're interested. You can also sing for them. I do this very often myself, and it can be my own created ones or it can be existing ones. Sometimes my songs don't have text. It's only a melody I'm singing, and it doesn't have to take long, like a minute or so, and can be done whilst you're in the shower, for example, or taking a bath. Ah, the shower, guys. It's my number one spiritual place as of late. (laughs) Meditation is another simplistic way of sending out your love and gratitude. Key here is that you feel really comfortable when you're doing it, and it can be done inside as well as outside. The choice is yours. I prefer to sit outside, but if it's too cold, then I won't be comfy and then I can't get into the zone. But it's all about your own preference. Now for the bigger things. And you can do these all solitary or with a group. My number one suggestion is to light a fire outside, somewhere that you feel the most connected and comfortable. Bring the food and drink for the old ones as well as some for you too. Sing, play an instrument, read a poem or something, tell a story, meditate. Spend time with them like you would spend time with family and friends. And light some incense and throw your gifts into the fire. It can be food, it can be drinks, plants, really anything you see fit. Or maybe even get some information directly from them on what to gift them. And then do that. Second suggestion is to take a hike and stop on the way to really appreciate the nature spirits and such. Offer them some food and drink on your way through. Maybe set camp somewhere where you feel the most connected and spend some of your time there with them. The third of the big suggestions is to gather a large group. Well, when Corona is no longer a threat, of course, (laughs) and make it into a big feast and light a big fire. Just spend time and feast with the old ones as well as friends and family all together. Now, you guys might wonder, well, how often should I do these things then? And my answer to that is simple. Whenever you feel like it's right to do so. However, I realize that some people might be wanting more structure. And for those who really want to plan out things, I'd say maybe do it every change of season or once every half year. But the key here is that you shouldn't feel like it's a chore to be done. This has to come purely from your heart. You have to really feel it and mean it. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter what and how you do really. I tend to be very simplistic and pretty minimalistic myself with these things, but it's just how I personally prefer to do it. You might prefer to do elaborate things all the time, and that's totally fine too. But I'm just saying that there's no need to do it a certain way. It's all about preferences. 
And of course, the will of the old ones too, to be quite frank here, because sometimes they want me to do something specific. They might be asking the same of you. I've also been asked many times about what time of the day is the best to do this all. And it's really about personal preference again. I'm a night person, so I prefer to do these things at night or in the evening. Sometimes I'll do it when it's daytime, but it all depends really. And it might even depend on what deities you're connected to also. Maybe they are more on the light side or the darker side, and maybe that will impact on when you feel it's the right time to do things like this. And also, when I say light and dark, I don't mean it like good or evil. I say light and dark in lack of better words to use really, but I think that most of you would understand how I mean. I have also been asked many times about how I dispose of the offerings later on, and I usually pour it out in nature, outside where I live. I have loads of grassy areas, so it's perfect. Sometimes if I'm by the water, I pour it in the water. And the fire burns it up, obviously, if I'm doing that. I'm very nature-bound in that way, I'd say. Well, elementally bound maybe is more correct to say. Also, I want to say that all the suggestions that I've mentioned in this episode is only just that. A couple of suggestions. I have so many more suggestions, but I wanted to give just a few at this moment because I really feel you yourself should find your own way in this. And I mentioned both very simple and some more elaborate ways to do it. You don't have to do both. It's up to you what you feel suits best at the moment. And it's important that you all remember that there's no way that is the correct way to do things. But what is key, however, and what should be the center of it all, is that it's being done with your love. And with that note, this episode's topic has come to an end. But there's still some more things I want to add before we jump off the longboat for this time. And one of the things is, of course, the Swedish word. And the word this time is tacksamhet. And it means gratitude or thankfulness. And it's spelled T-A-C-K-S-A-M-H-E-T. Taksamhet. And I also want to take the opportunity to talk a little about the coming episode, which will be about different divination tools. And I will start out with the runes. And I will talk a little about rune casting and such too. And by the way, when I say rune casting, I don't mean casting the runes on people like a friggin' Pokemon or whatnot, like some specific book fanatic seem to think on a specific YouTube channel when he hears the term rune casting. <sighs> oh, oh God, <laughs> that's a story for another time, peeps. What I mean when I say rune casting is that you cast the runes on the table, floor and ground or whatever. And when doing so, you're using them as divination tools. I also have some news for you guys. And that is that I have created a YouTube channel and I've started to put my episodes out there too. However, the reason I'm doing this is that I want to combine YouTube and this podcast. Sometimes I want to make videos and sometimes I want to do pod episodes. And it all will depend on the subject, basically. I have put a link to my channel in my link tree, so if you want to go there and subscribe, that would make me super happy and grateful. And also, next month I will be doing the first fika in the end of the month. And I'm super excited, and I will have Sam over to fika with me, and we'll see what will go down. Stay tuned for that. 
Thank you so much to all of you who have sailed with me today. And don't forget to subscribe and follow this pod and also my newly created YouTube channel, where I will be uploading loads of fun stuff in the future. All links are to be found in my link tree, which is linked in the description box of this episode and also in the description of the pod itself. Lots of love to you all. Hade gott!